Welcome or welcome back to the Joy Loving Home podcast. This is episode 162. And we're going to talk about the difference between one-time use versus sustainability, but for ADHD routines. Before I dig into that little thought, (laughs) I want to do some quick housekeeping. I just want to share that if you have been interested at all in the Joy Loving Home membership community, it has reopened, very excited, but with limited spots, I am giving first dibs to the folks that put their names on the membership waitlist. So you should have woken up this morning to an email from me that shares how you get in if that is something you're still interested in. Then If there are still spots left at the end of the day, I'm going to announce it in my community group and give them next dibs. And then if there happen to still be spots after that, I'll open it on my website in general for um, just my, my podcast listeners that haven't joined any of the places. So if you're interested and you're like, wait, 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 I don't want to wait until it opens to podcast listeners, you can still jump onto the membership waitlist, which is at my website. If you go to joylovinghome.com slash community, you'll find it. If your name pops up there, it will send you the email to get in. If you wanted to be part of the Facebook group, you go to bit.ly slash joylovinghomecommunity. Then if you know, it makes it to, what is, <laughs> today is Thursday, right? If it makes it to Saturday, I'll open it onto the website and anybody can check it out there as a live link until I'm out of spots. And the reason I am keeping it contained to a certain number is because I am still new at this. I'm still learning. I'm still calling this uh, sort of my beta launch. My first folks were my founders. They walked through some stuff with me. <laughs> so this is like version 2.0 and I'm I'm learning and I'm feeling like I'm getting better, but I need to, I want to do it right. I want everybody in there to feel cared for, to feel like they have the accountability and to have the excitement of doing these challenges with me. And so in order to make that happen, I have to limit the number or else I'll be so far out of my capacity. I can't be useful. But anyway, if you're looking and you want to know what it's about, it's just a monthly $10 community. You No contracts. Join if you want to join. Cancel if you want to cancel after a month. Whatever works for you. But in there, there will be accountability, challenges, and encouragement. I call it the ace that you've been missing as to why you can't get things done otherwise. So we're going to be there in this group. If it's something you've been kind of on the fence about... Once these numbers fill up, I am going to close it again. We'll open it for a January start the next time. So I'm just going to work with these people that are in here for the next three months, September, October, November, four months, <laughs> and then we'll we'll launch again um, the 3.0 version in January. So anyway, I had to get that plug in there. But now back to our thoughts. So we do hear a lot about moving towards all things sustainable, that one-time use is bad for the environment. I'm not disagreeing with that at all, but I'm doing my little twist on this and talking about it in terms of our ADHD brains and our routines. So let's think about this. When you normally hear routine, you think about how it's supposed to be something that you can do consistently that has a little bit of 
boundaries or rigidity to it that's very predictable, that is sustainable, so that you can see a change in your home and your family sort of functions well. That's the goal, right? Sustainability in your routines. However, (laughs) those words of consistency and rigidity and predictability, that's like kryptonite to our brains. And so what we're craving instead is the novelty and the gimmick and the excitement and the spontaneity. And just we need what I will call our one-time use, quote-unquote, routine. This is why we are always jumping from oh, this sounds a great idea, and this sounds like a great idea, and this sounds like a great idea, until we fizzle out. That would be fine, except for we believe now that we have failed at yet another attempt to magically get our life together with this magic pill that was going to fix it if we could just stick to it. So I'd like us to back up and look at this a little differently. Did it work at the beginning? Was there an excitement around it? Were you motivated to actually take action? Did you see changes, at least initially, but then after some sort of hiccup in life or just a general fizzling out, you've discovered you're not keeping up with it, things are falling apart again, and here you are, yet another failure under the belt. What if instead you look at these routines as contact lenses. (laughs) I don't wear contacts, but I have two kids that do. They have tried the dailies, they've tried the weeklies, they've tried the two weeks, they've tried the monthlies, whatever. But regardless, none of them are like the old glass contact that you're supposed to keep forever. They're all something that is for a finite amount of time, and then it's meant to be discarded, and you open the brand new fresh pack. Because if you overwear let's say, your weekly contact, when you first put it in on a Sunday, it's amazing. Your eye feels great. Everything you can see beautifully. You're doing the care. You're, you know, you take him out, you're putting him back in. You accidentally fell asleep once with them. You accidentally, you know, warm in the pole. I don't know the rules around contacts. Anyway, if you do, you get me. But by the end of the week, or if you've lost track and you're a little short on money. And so you're trying to make the one week contact last two weeks, which my kids do for whatever reason. And I'm like, change them when you're supposed to change them. You get to the point where it's like gummy and it you can't see through it well and it starts to tear and it's not working. And so you finally agree to dispose of it like it was intended to have happen. And you pull open that new pack of contacts and you're like, oh, I can see again and it feels so great. My eye can breathe and life is good again. What if we looked at these routines that we try and we jump in with both feet as one-time use or a month, a week, a two weeks, however we want to time it out, but that it is intended to have an expiration date. It's tended to have a finite part where it no longer is working well. And it's meant to be discarded to pick up something new. If you want to approach your cleaning routines like that, your organizing routines, your decluttering routines, not as this guilty, oh no, I'm all over the place, but as intentional ending points in which you're meant to pick up something new and exciting to refresh your eyes and to start again. 
If you think about it in terms of exercise, you could join a one-year membership for the same gym. You could be super excited like everybody is. They're all really, really crowded in January. And by the second week in February, they're practically vacant again. What if instead you joined 12 different gyms for a month at a time? So you're doing a month at a yoga studio, then you're doing a month at a spin studio, then you're doing a month in Pilates, then you're doing a month at a a weight place, (laughs) then you're doing a month at a boxing place. You, at the end of the year, will have had 12 months of exercise. Who cares if it was 12 months in the same space? The only part of the sustainability that I want you to think about when you think about your routines in your house is am I sustaining my effort to try? Am I sustaining the desire to pick myself back up and try something new and go at it again? Let's shed the guilt. Let's shed the, oh no, I failed it. And literally approach it as, hey, I'm starting my newest one-time use routine I'm going to give a stab at this month. Let's see how I feel about it by the end of the month. It may have been the best thing ever. And I might be like, oh, this is the one I want to stick with it. But I challenge you to still switch anyway. You know, write it on an index card, stick it in a drawer, keep doing this month after month after month after month. And then in the next year, shuffle the cards, pick them back up and try again. It's okay to want a fresh start. Let's do it where the last thing we tried came to a logical expiration date conclusion. And picking up the new one is just the same as opening that next pack of contact lenses. You're supposed to switch it out. It's healthier for you, your eyes, your brain, your home. (laughs) Hope you enjoyed that metaphor. I want to say that's actually the motivation in this membership group. We're going to have a brand new challenge every month and we're going to try things different ways. And you might love one of them and you might be disappointed that I'm switching to a new thing the next month, but stick it in your back pocket. Maybe it'll cycle back around again. I will stop there. I, oh, I did want to say one last thing. This is the final episode in season two of the Joy Health Loving Home podcast. I can't believe I've been at this for two years. I am officially starting year three next week on Tuesday after Labor Day is over. Guys, you've been amazing, but this is this is just my own excitement about this journey that I have been on with this podcast. But um, I, I just hit 200,000 downloads right as my year two ended. And that, that feels awesome. And I just I thank you for being one of the listeners. I thank you for those of you that have reached out. It's been amazing to hear from amazing to hear from you. I am so grateful to all of you that took the time to rate or review. And if you haven't done that before, and you want to celebrate my end of year two that way, it would mean so much to me. Again, I'll actually stop now. (laughs) And I hope you have the loveliest of Labor Days. And until next time, continue to choose joy.